Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is October 7th, 2020. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Well, as quickly as it's gone following the Las Vegas Raiders' 30-23 loss on Sunday to the Buffalo Bills, the Silver and Black are now officially a quarter of the way through their 2020 regular season campaign. Coaches across the league like to break the season into quarters, and with four games down, John Gruden's team has made the turn and put the first quarter of 2020 in the rearview mirror. The quarter mark of the season provides a perfect time for reflection, so today on the podcast, that's exactly what we're going to do. As we crown our first quarter MVP, acknowledge what has to be better in the second quarter, and take a look at what's on deck for the silver and black over the next few weeks. Lego! We're a glass half full kind of group over here, so let's start off our discussion today with someone who's been playing at an incredibly high level, our first quarter MVP, quarterback, Derek Carr. Through four games, the Raiders starting QB has done everything asked of him by Gruden. And now in his third season in the team's offensive system, the numbers are starting to reflect Carr's true mastery of his job each Sunday. Not only does DC rank in the top 10 in both touchdown passes and passing yards through four games, his 73.6 completion percentage is third highest in the league and within just points of Russell Wilson's 75.2% mark for tops in the NFL. And along with those metrics, Carr has been his usual super efficient self, spreading the ball out to his myriad playmakers while also not yet registering an interception in 2020. Speaking of those playmakers, in what must feel like Groundhog's Day from 2019 for Carr, through the first quarter of the season, the former Fresno State Bulldog simply hasn't had the consistency out wide that I'm sure he thought he would have at this point. Just a quick refresher before we move on, but Tyrell Williams is done for the season, Henry Ruggs III has appeared in just two games, and Brian Edwards missed Sunday's game against the Bills nursing an injury. Now, the hope is that the dynamic rookie duo is back to work sooner than later, but all the same, it just goes to show that DC simply hasn't entered game day with his full battery of weapons, really, at all in 2020. Throw in the fact that he's had a revolving door at right tackle given the absence of Trent Brown, and Richie Incognito is currently on injured reserve, and while none of us, Carr in particular, is in the business of making excuses, it really does just put in perspective how many variables have been thrown at number four in what has become a year of exclusively changing variables. And it would be a disservice to QB1 to discount his importance to the running game, because make no mistake about it, he's key to making that part of the team's offense go as well. Really, no matter how you shake it, Carr has been the catalyst for everything that the Silver and Black have done on offense in 2020, and while there are no doubt a few plays that I'm sure he'd like to have a do-over at, by and large, number four has been stellar since 2020 got underway. And if you become a franchise leader in anything for the Raiders, particularly at the quarterback position where greats like Jim Plunkett, Rich Gannon, and Ken Stabler have their names etched in the record book, you deserve a little bit of love. So congrats, Derek. The job is far from complete in 2020, but you've been outstanding to start the season. And before we move on, let's hear from Carr himself discussing the fact that he is now the franchise's touchdown leader. Yeah, honestly, um, I, the first time I thought about it was, uh, like in a long time, was was uh, was driving to the to the stadium or driving to the facility yesterday. I was like, oh dang, like. I can't, you know, you know, you get so much in groundhog mode, you know, where you're just playing football, you're, you're doing your process, you're like, dang, I, I took a moment and just thought about 
uh, you know, the snake, you know, and his greatness, um, you know, he's he's the best man. You know, I just my tip tip my hat to his family. They've been so gracious to me, so loving to me. Um, I wish I could have met him. I wish I could have talked to him. Wish I could have learned from him. You know, um, you know, I didn't have that. Didn't have that opportunity, obviously. And uh, I'm thankful. You know, I can't take it away. You know, I'm thankful. You know, I never. I'm not gonna sit up here and be depressed about, you know, something that is a is a good thing. But at the same time, if we if we could have won, you know, then it feels better. Now that we're a quarter of the way through the regular season, we're a little bit better equipped to talk about the trends of the 2020 Las Vegas Raiders. The good, the bad, and the things that fall somewhere in between. The play of Derek Carr and the offense overall, pretty good. But sitting at 2-2, two and two, there are unquestionably things that the silver and black can get better at. Perhaps, most noticeably, the pass rush. Now, before we start talking about the big fellas on the Raiders defensive line, let me just say this. By no means is the group a finished product as we talk here in early October, and by no means has it all been subpar. Max Crosby has really started to round into form as of late, and with three sacks under his belt already, he is once again on pace to hit double-digit sacks. But I'm not saying anything anyone doesn't already know when I say this. The group, top to bottom, has got to be better. Entering week five, there's only one team in the entire NFL, the Carolina Panthers in this case, that has registered fewer sacks than the Raiders four. And while sacks are not the be-all, end-all statistic to showcase the health of a pass rush, that number is one that I am sure Paul Gunther, Rod Marinelli, and the rest of the silver and black would like to see go up. And even taking the sack number out of the equation, through the first four weeks of the season, the defensive line just hasn't generated the type of consistent pressure that we were hoping to see from the group, particularly considering some of the new pieces that were added this offseason. Sure, they've had their moments, and it's not fair to paint with too broad of a brush because it really has only been four weeks. But all the same, if the silver and black want to return to their winning ways, the pass rush has got to get geared up a little bit more. And when you're playing top-end quarterbacks in the NFL... <coughs> Patrick Mahomes, there's only so much time the secondary can effectively cover and getting some sustained pressure on the QB is the best way to help them out. Am I ready to hit the panic button on the pass rush just yet? Not in the least, but to be fair, I'd like to see them get rocking sooner than later. Okay, so let's take a quick step back. How did we get here? Well, the Raiders opened the season 2-0, great. Then lost back-to-back -back contests, not great which gives them an overall record of 2-2 two two as the season's first quarter officially comes to a close. In terms of their current standing in the AFC West, John Gruden's team is sitting squarely at second in the division behind, you guessed it, Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, but ahead of both the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. So what does the second quarter of 2020 have in store for the Silver and Black? Gruden, Carr, and the rest of the Raiders will dive into Q2 this Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium against Mahomes and the aforementioned Chiefs. Following another entry of that classic AFC West rivalry game, the Raiders will enjoy some well-deserved time off during the bye, then return to action under the bright lights of primetime back at Allegiant Stadium against Tom Brady and the new-look Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday Night Football. After that, they'll hit the road for a Week 8 road tilt against the Cleveland Browns, then wrap up the first half of the campaign in Los Angeles against the Chargers. It's certainly not an easy stretch for the Silver and Black, but there's no doubt that it'll be a defining one for the 2020 Raiders. Speaking of those Raiders, they're back on the practice field this morning at their Henderson, Nevada facility, and then they will fly out to Kansas City this Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.